0: Hi everybody, this is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Today we're speaking to you from the glorious outdoor studio, Studio O, right by our main offices in Boston. In case you have any doubt, ice, snow, yes, slush, cold and hypothermia, it's Christmas. However you celebrate the season, we all tend to come together on kind of the same message, which is that maybe the greatest gift that we can give each other all year long is togetherness and understanding today's morning story is in fact about one of the many forms that family can take for us our storyteller is adam pertman and we call his morning story my kids
1: right from the beginning when i saw him this boy who was my son zach I, i i'd never felt anything like it love as pure as i can imagine it being i will never forget it i can see it in my head right now it is forever My father, who died about a year ago, said, "Um, you're not going to tell me he's adopted, are you? Judy and I married late. We were among those late-blooming baby boomers who married late and discovered that we couldn't do it the old-fashioned way. And so we went to an agency, and when I went to that first informational meeting, and I was a reporter at the Boston Globe at the time, I went, wow, I need to write about this. When I was doing the series for The Globe, I was fairly cautious, dispassionate. I understood it had some impact emotionally. Still a journalistic exercise. Every journalist wants to write a book. And at some point during the writing of that book, my editor said, you got to put some of your own story in there. People want to know what you did. People want to know how you felt. The words that describe my kids, you're adopted, are still used as a playground insult. They've gone to school and had other kids make pejorative comments about adoption. They take their toll. They know that people don't think as well of them, not for anything they did, but simply for who they are on earth. People ask me, oh, d- do you have any real kids too? You know, that adoptive families are somehow lesser or different or, you know, or, where's his natural mother? What's, what's my wife, the supernatural mother? And somewhere in the writing of that book, it dawned on me, for the sake of the kids, we have to level that playing field. Every parent's dream is to make the world better for their children. This is, this is about my kids. And it started consuming me. Um, and it, uh, I started feeling it in ways that I, I can honestly say I've never felt anything before. I had to make a decision. I speak to lawyers, judges, um, um, child advocacy organizations, administrators of independent schools because teachers have a pretty big impact on our kids, I think. Um, I had to figure out, how do you, how are, can you be a reporter reporting on something and get phone calls from reporters who are interviewing you for their newspapers? Um, and ultimately, the decision I made, and it was a pretty risky one for somebody who ostensibly is doing something for their kids. I quit my job without a paycheck. <laughs> but I knew that I wasn't going to do it as a journalist. I was going to do it Somehow in some other way. And I winged it for about a year after leaving the globe. And then I got, I mean, this really is, um, there's a God or a force of nature or something. I got a phone call from the Evan B. Donaldson Adoption Institute, which I knew and whose work I respected and used as a journalist, asking if I wanted the job heading the Institute. And I I was floored. And uh, for the last three years, everything has converged. I mean, I get to do what I care about every single day of the week, the time when I really do know how important it is and uh, how how high impact it can be and what a difference it can make for our kids and all their various types of parents, is when I'm speaking in front of a group, when it's about us <laughs> and our lives and our kids and our families, human beings sitting in front of you with tears in their eyes, saying that their world has changed. that things are getting better for their kids, <laughs> that they're okay and, and they're in a secure, loving, uh, permanent place. That makes a difference. That's when I know how lucky I am. Do I miss the biological child I never had? I think lots of people do. And maybe this is me, me not being in touch with my real inner self. I don't know. But I really don't. Am I curious about what that child would have been? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't have that mirror with my son. I don't have that mirror with my daughter. They simply don't look like me or act like me. They're both better looking than I am, and that's for, for sure. Um, but do I long for that or do I want, wish I'd had it instead? Absolutely not. And I am blessed with how much beauty I get in my life as a result of those kids. The fact is that love really does overcome. And all you got to do is see it with your own eyes and you know it's true. And all you gotta do is feel it with your own heart, and you know it's true. Because you're, it, it takes you over. When we first got Zach, I called my mother, and I remember I told her, we have a son. And she said, okay, now you can worry for the rest of your life. Every day of my life, this is what I do. <laughs> They're not my adopted kids. They're my kids.
0: That was today's morning story, My Kids, from Adam Perkman. Adam, by the way, is the author of a book called Adoption Nation. He's involved in developing a series for public television called Adoption, an American Revolution. If you'd like to know more about that, you can check it out at adoptionfilm.org. I'm sitting here with uh, the hypothermic Gary Mott. Gary, you've been sitting on a piece of ice. Actually, you made the the ultimate sacrifice to record this morning. How are you doing,
2: Tony? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a question we rarely ask ourselves. Why start now?
2: We're sitting at a picnic table that's caked with ice. It's for the snow. authenticity.
0: It's the authenticity podcast, and we got too soft. We were in the studio far too long.
2: You know, Tony, I was walking Adam out after the session, mm-hmm. uh, the recording session. And he commented that there's one degree of separation when it comes to adoption. And I Mm. I had no idea what he meant. And he said, well, adoption is just so much a part of all of our lives. Our friend is adopted, a neighbor, a cousin, a child or we ourselves are adoptive mm-hmm. parents, so it's
0: become part of the fabric of American society. In fact, this, this time of year is is um, an anniversary, and for my wife and me, it'll be the 19th anniversary that uh, of our adoption of our son Andrew from Mexico. We came back from uh, the city of Guadalajara in the middle of a Boston winter with our our new son but every adoption in its particulars is different and in this case in order to do an adoption for Mexico we had to get our new son his official adoption papers from a Mexican court and we also had to get him a green card so that he could come to the United States and there were times when my wife Harriet Risen and I would be sitting in the hotel room wondering what was going to happen next and while we were there she just to, to let the whole world know how full her heart was and how much hope she had this was going to turn out well she wrote a lullaby called here in my arms which uh, we had a good friend of ours named Jeannie Stahl record later and so for me that's that's my christmas carol here in my arms listen it's not getting any warmer out here so gary i think uh, we should give ourselves the holiday gift of getting back inside where it's warm but we just want to wish all of you uh, a very happy holiday season and if you're looking to do a little traveling on the web, we also suggest you check out one of our favorite websites, Ipswitch.com, the home of our sponsor for these podcasts, Ipswich, a leader in file transfer software, I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H. And
2: if you have some free time over the holidays, and who doesn't, check us out online at wgbh.org slash morningstories and send us an email while you're there, morningstories at wgbh.org.
0: Come back next Friday. You'll find us here. See you then.